And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This shit was so real yesterday. So thugged out, so New York. Do you know where I went to eat dinner yesterday after the battle? Take a guess. I went to White Castles. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Tuesday, January 4th, back in the Classic Factory. I'm Jay Skeets, alongside me, as always, got Tass Mellis. Fellow factory workers, hello. What's up, what's up, put your hard hat on, let's go to work. We got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. hey yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friend. Lily looking extra slick today. Oh, Inspired I? by that. <laughs> well, yeah, clip. I'm a little. Yeah, look, we are. Uh, uh, there, no, there was no hot water in the house this morning. I had to. Uh, really? I had to restart the pilot light. A little chilly here in Atlanta last <laughs> night. Yes. But, uh, you know, it just adds an extra 10 minutes to your morning there. So I got in the shower a little bit later. And I am looking a little slick now that I look at myself. <laughs> so I don't mind this look. Yeah. Pat Riley esque. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, finally, making the magic happen over yonder, it's super producer JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team. Joining us live right now on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, share the show. Let's get to 50K by Christmas. <laughs> okay. New Year's Come resolution. On, that's easy. Change that's my, easy. my goals, like really lower the expectations on everything. Uh, email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. We might do a little beach step in tomorrow. I think we should with it being so cold here. Mm. Get us out on the beach, read mm. some emails. I don't know. JD brought up maybe we do a crossfire being that it's cold. What? Heat it up. Let's get it hot in here. Oh, okay. Well, maybe crossfire. JD wants to fire around those cameras. (laughs) This guy, this guy, this guy. But like we said, I think we said on air at one point when we first got in here, if we're doing crossfire, we'd need to play ping pong. Like (laughs) fire your point. Make a great point. Fire the shot uh, across the table. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it'll last like two hits, and that'll be it. No, yeah. You'll never get a rally going, but that's fine. Come that's on, fine. we could have some bing bongs. Why don't we just, why don't we just take it easy. We just play a little rally. Well, easier said than done. Have you ever played ping pong? Like, no, never it's played. Like two hits <laughs> Not on half a table. Yeah, that'd be, that's the toughest part. Follow us on all of the social media channels at No Dunks Inc. That's I N C. And JD, I don't know if you want me to bring this up or not, but I'm going to. I know I saw some people uh, in the comments yesterday, specifically on YouTube, wondering like, hey, what, hey, what's going on with the audio quality? It's a little off and. Hey, the frame rate's a little strange. <laughs> um, did you want to address that at all, or no? I mean, sure. Uh, audio, we're a streaming show. <laughs> it's going to be a little streamy. Uh, <laughs> podcast sounds good. I, I, mean, I will say, I yeah. think the podcast sounds good. I have made some adjustments on the stream, so okay. we'll see. I don't know. You know, there's only so many. Every show we do is an experiment. Mm, there right. were minimal complaints for the first 
few shows we did here. Yeah, I don't was, know. I don't think there was any audio complaints. So Trey's got to go back to yeah, Illinois. Yeah. You got to go to Canada. It's just the yeah. weather. And we need at least one guy on Zoom. <laughs> <No> yes, <laughs> it could be the weather. Yes, uh, and, I, and, the and the Streamyard uh, people got back to me and they had some suggestions, which I've. I have implemented. Okay. So, yeah, well, who knows? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I brought it up because, like, we see you, we hear you, uh, and yeah. we are trying to address it is the point. Exactly. Right. Yeah. People are saying it's much better already <laughs> today. Wow. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> All right, good, good. Uh, so, yeah, just stick with us here. We're, we're working out the kinks here in the new Classic Factory. Uh, we're going to get to, of course, the games from last night, or at least the key games. Got the up-down report. It's been a while since we've done that, so I'll throw some of those at you guys, and we'll throw some thumbs up and thumbs down. But yeah, we're starting with uh, we'll start with one of the late games. Trey Young scores a career high fifty six points, but Amphrey Simons scores a very inspired forty three uh, in the Blazers' victory. Yeah, lots of storylines from this one. I'll mm. start, I guess, at the bottom and work my way up because uh, Trey Young, I picked him to win MVP this season, and this was Whoa. the sort of game. <laughs> oh, I forgot about yeah. that. This yeah. was the sort of game I envisioned from seeing, well, not 56 every night, but the way that he played, the way that he shot the ball, he got the 14 assists, only four turnovers, yeah. and sort of kept his team in it. This was what we saw <laughs> from the playoffs last year against the Knicks and the Sixers and the Bucks, where it was like Trey Young just dominated. He was hitting some deep bombs. Kevin Calabro was going crazy on the call last night. He's a great man to have on the call there. <laughs> but it did come in a loss uh, for the Hawks against the team, against the Blazers, who are a very beatable team. And Lillard didn't play in this one either. He was out for, for load management. So no Lillard, no McCollum. The Hawks, you know, would have looked at this. They need some wins badly. I mean, this season hasn't gone very well at all for them. Both so, of these teams desperate for any right, but but, get, the, right? but the Blazers, I see this season a bit of a lost season. I don't really see them doing too much, whereas the Hawks have expectations. Now, yeah. they've also been dealing with COVID protocols, everybody has, but Trey Young, since he's come out of those, has been shooting the ball and playing really well. Anyway, 56 points and a loss. He didn't care to celebrate that after the game. Why would he? Because the man you mentioned there, Anthony Simons, who was playing with a heavy heart, he lost his grandfather on Sunday, who he was exceptionally close to. He was his biggest fan. There was a great article Jason Quick had up in The Athletic this morning about how uh, his grandfather, Anthony Simons' grandfather, used to just dress all in Blazers gear. He was just the biggest Blazers fan. So that just shows the bond that those two had. And he came out and did have an inspiring 43 points. That third quarter especially hit four of six, had 18 points. Finishes with 43, nine of 16 from downtown, eight of eight from the free throw line. Practice your free throws, kids. Uh, And just a fantastic performance in getting a win. And there's another little story to add on this one as well. Yusuf Nurkic in the fourth quarter down the stretch rumbles his way in the lane as Kevin Calabre likes to say he's a big guy he's had a bit of an up and down season he finished strongly as well for the Blazers which I think was a good sign because you know Chauncey Billups has talked a lot this season about lack of effort the team just not playing hard enough Mm -hmm. and in this case I think finally you saw this was one of the the better performances most consistent performances certainly I've seen from the Blazers this season where they played hard they played to the end and they closed the game out and there was multiple contributors again when you look at you know Norm Powell had 26 points there Nasser Little had 22 so they got contributions when they're two star players I mean McCollum's been out for a while of course two star players down and other people step up and really get an inspiring win so uh, really good performance there from the Blazers the Hawks probably look at this one and think we needed to get that one mm-hmm. especially oh, yeah. when you get a 56 point yeah. performance from a franchise guy yeah really disappointing for them great for us <laughs> a, a late game where a guy's dropping 50 and another guy's dropping 40 on the east coast that's got to keep you up for mm-hmm. sure uh, but yeah very disappointing for them to go in the fourth quarter they're up Trey goes to the bench and this Hawks 
team is supposed to be extremely deep. And COVID protocols aside, they had most of their guys coming off the bench. It was DeLon Wright, Lou Williams, Danilo Gallinari, and Anyekan Kongwu to start that fourth quarter, and they got smashed by 10 points. And so Trey comes back, and, yeah, they're already down five, and, and they he can't come back. But 56, they have to win. It's a it's a strange season for them to be so bad defensively. They're one of the worst teams they do defensively. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They gave up 18 threes and 12 offensive rebounds yesterday and it was like one pass and you're getting a wide open three if you're the Blazers. That's how Anthony Simons got so many open shots. The effort is embarrassing honestly from the Hawks defensively cuz if you get 56 from Trey Young, you should you should win. You should win those games. Yep. Uh, there's no other way to say it, but like there's this zero resistance. Zero interest in defense from the Hawks. And it starts with Trey Young, obviously. I mean, he's the head of the snake out there, and all he wants to do is score and play offense, which 100% respect to him, if you're asking me. But I'm not in the NBA. He is. You got to care a little bit on that end. Otherwise, he's going to end up getting the James Harden treatment pretty soon. Yeah. Well, as for the Blazers' comment from Lee, like, this is a lost season. Do you believe that? I mean, they're 14-22. and 22. They're 12th in the West, but, you know, they're right there with your Spurs and your Kings and your Wolves and all that, like, in terms of, like, a playing game. Um, like, what's your – do you agree with him? Like, or – I think you always are trying to impress Damian Lillard and trying to help him get the perspective that you want to stick around Portland. So I, I would say, no, it's never you – can, you can't just pack it in if you're the Blazers uh, just because this guy's in his 30s and we always talk about guys wanting to win. This guy – wants to win as much as anybody else so i think that's that's always in the mind of everybody in the organization especially with uh what happened in the front office with neil o'shea being gone you got to keep the ship on course i think uh and so that's that's the thing with damian lillard i you know daryl morey's sitting back and waiting for it to be a lost season i I assume in portland waiting for them (laughs) to say maybe we got to blow this thing up uh and maybe he can you know, come in there and pry somebody off that roster. Damian Lillard being the only guy, really, I think. If they wanted to trade for C.J. McCollum, that probably would have happened already. Uh, but, yes, uh, it's disappointing on both sides, really, uh, uh, this game. Very sad. Very sad. That the, that the, that the tra- I mean, we sit here and we praise uh, Trey Young, and, and we want him to be the guy who leads this team deep into the playoffs here in this city that we live in. And uh, this team just doesn't have it together whatsoever. And that's, that's, that's the scary part defensively and, uh, <laughs> uh, on this team. Because in, in Hawks history, the guys who scored more than uh, oh, Trey Young. Oh, trivia time. Here we go. Did, well, they all won their games mm. when they scored more. <laughs> There's three guys if okay, you want to go deep. Yeah, sure. I mean, I wasn't going to bring a trivia, got, but got to be Bob Pastor yeah, Hudson. There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just go always down. guess those. those are the just guys. guess those. Yeah, that was easy enough. Joe Johnson, <laughs> he never got fifty-six. <laughs> but at least in the fourth quarter, they started doubling Trey Young. The Blazers did with Norman Powell. They're like out there, and, yeah. and and they took the ball away from him. But uh, yeah, the Hawks. You know, Clint Capella has been really disappointing. Uh, Big time. Uh, he's supposed to be their number one defender, and and I think these COVID protocols. It's not an excuse for this Hawks team. They have too many guys for that to be an excuse for me watching. Up. They started this t- guy, this um, this game so tiny with uh, with the guys they put out there. You'd think they'd be able to fly around, but that did not happen. Yeah, Clint Capella, um, good game offensively. Mm. Yeah, last no night. doubt. 10 for 10. He did. <laughs> can't get much better than that. No. But there has He's been like that lack sometimes. of sort of a defensive, somewhat defensive identity with this Hawks team. Both of these teams are just garbage defensively. That's the truth. The Blazers are still the worst mm. uh, defensive rating wise. And the Hawks are like flirting with them. I think they're 27th, 28th in the league. So mm-hmm. that's brutal. Yeah. I feel like they're too much caught up in last year. Trey Young said after the game, last year we were 14 and 20 at this point. So we made progress. We're 16 and 20. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> right. Literally, what, what do you want to do? Fire your coach again and bring in yeah. another one? 
that's well, what well, that's what the yeah. that's what happened for him last <laughs> right, year, right? Yeah. It was a new voice in the locker room. So is that what he's suggesting? They had a or new voice. Well, they also got healthy, I guess, last yeah. year too. Like yeah. Tass is saying, yeah. almost yeah. everybody's back. Yeah, yeah. you got to care on one end. Yeah, well, Joe Prunty was uh, coaching last night, so there's a different voice anyway. But uh, that's, <laughs> that's only because Joe. Nate's in uh, COVID True. protocols there. But uh, yeah, no, the Hawks have been honestly maybe the most disappointing team for me this season. I had hopes and expectations that they should be knocking on the door of the top four. And right now, they're, they're, I don't think they're even in the play-in right now. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's a, a, an abysmal season. They cannot not make the playoffs. That will be an absolute disaster for this team. Let's keep it moving here. This game was very exciting, at least if you were a Grizzlies fan. John Morant leads the Grizzlies over the Nets. And then we had Desmond Bain saying after the game, is he the best point guard in the league? Not Desmond Bain talking about Desmond Bain. He's talking about John Morant uh, Bain, not really a point guard. But, uh, yeah, I added that to, of course, the headline here because it's a, a fun talking point. Who is the best point guard in the league? But what do you think specifically about John Morant's performance in this one and that game? Well, let's start with Desmond. I love the, the comment from Desmond Bain, the question from Desmond Bain. It's like he's producing uh, a talk show in a garage <laughs> totally. or, or writing a headline on any website. You just add a question mark at the end? Yep. And then there, the debate begins. I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm yeah, just not saying out. anything. Not well, he saying, said, yeah. he said, like his specific. I mean, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but he was like, "Stop debating whether John Moran is an all star." Yeah, he said the so real conversation yeah. is quote. He didn't say quote, but he said the real conversation <laughs> is: is he the best point guard in the right, league? Right, right. He's a. I mean, he's a producer. He's he's just he's literally starting it for us. The answer is no, emphatic no. <laughs> okay. He's not. Steph Curry is still the best point guard in the league. Who's yes. a point guard? I mean, <laughs> Steph lays off the ball. That's because he's an amazing point guard. But John Morant is a freaking superstar. He's a su- and and this was abysmal defense from the Brooklyn Nets as well. Mm-hmm. It was horrifying to watch them come back from two straight losses and come out with this effort. It's, it was the exact same thing that happened on the Clipper, against the Clippers on Saturday. Just straight line drives for John Morant and obviously some beautiful posters that man created. Uh, glorious stuff. Uh, it just, just it's an incredible watch. I think, I think it is a one of a kind experience to watch a point guard like this. I get what Desmond Bain is saying because I think the the point guard experience of watching John Morant, there is nothing like it. There's nothing like it. That guy who attacks the rim that way. Is he the most athletic guy in the league? Lee says yes. I think he is, based on my interpretation of what athleticism <laughs> is. Because you talk about you're saying straight line drives, and there were certainly some of those, but he actually oh, no. yeah, he improvises can, so much yeah. because there were doubles coming at him, and you think, okay, he's trapped, and he slithers through there, and he floats it off there in front of Steve Nash there, doing those little one-handed like layups off the rim without gathering it with his second hand. I mean, the package he had last night, but it's also it's so effective he's not just putting up these highlights for the sake of it like it's out there when his team because the Nets can made a couple of little pushes there and he would either go in for the layups or he would do that little floater as well he mm-hmm. hit the three went to the free throw line I mean he's got so much variety to his game so he's athletic and he's got the variety oh, yeah. put those together and uh, I think he is the most athletic but that dunk that, that breakaway dunk or it wasn't even a breakaway dunk really it was just uh, through traffic there I mean the extension the explosion all that sort of stuff was uh, it was just that was the dunk of the night that was the sort of moment of the night I think last night yeah, look, if he continues to shoot like Steph Curry or Trey Young at the point guard position, I'm talking about John Moran, of course, then maybe, yeah, then he takes that title because he's on fire right now from distance. In his last four games, three of five from, from deep, six of seven in that one crazy game against the Lakers, three of three perfect against the Spurs, and then last night, you know, a very respectable two of four. 
mixed with all of these highlight plays and attacking Trey. Um, it was an awesome game from him. This is two like statement games really out of the last three. If you count the one again against LeBron and the Lakers, now against Durant and, and the Nets. Um, is he the coolest player in the league? Mm. I saw Ziller asking. <laughs> yeah, that, maybe. I think that's very possible. Yeah. Okay. I, li- I actually like that uh, question more than either of the questions yeah. that Desmond Bain has asked here because he's saying, let's not debate whether he's an all-star. We agree. No debate there. So we're not talking about that. Is he the best point guard in the league? Also, no. Yeah. So let's not talk about that. Is he the coolest? <laughs> now, that's a good question because last night on the call, Ian Eagle hit us with a jaw rules. Yeah. He's making Jaw Rule cool again in 2022. So that's uh, that's major respect there. But uh, he, I, that guy's a master. Because I'm talking about Ian Eagle. Call. <laughs> is, he the is Ian Eagle the coolest? Yeah. Yeah. For us, uh, Sarah Kustak is actually cool. cool. Than uh, because Kevin Durant went up for a shot and he goes, Durant misses that one. Mo Rant grabs the rebound. Mm. He's he's just throwing in Rant. He's Jaw Rule, man. He's rhyming Rant with Rant. He's hot. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Jaw's awesome to watch because, like you're mentioning, Lee, it's not, it feels like it's not just straight line speed at this point anymore. He's definitely found a second slower gear where he's able to kind of manipulate things in the half court. And I think that that is uh, the next step for Jaw Moran is uh, he's like the ultimate tone setter right now. That's to me the very Westbrook quality of him. Like, you know, he's going to be the hardest playing guy out there, he's going to be the fastest guy in transition. But what happens in the half court now that he's able to slither around these like, just pylon men sitting mm. in the middle of the lane and finish at the rim with uh, the tricky finishes he has. That has been super impressive to me. And if he's able to shoot at 40% threes, then the league is completely in trouble right now. Oh, so let's stop talking about this guy because he is an all-star, but not the best point guard <laughs> in the league. He's okay, okay. Cool. Who, who's um, the, who's who the best the, point guard then? Steph Curry's the best point guard. Okay, then who's 2-3? James just... Harden is number two. Okay. James Harden's still good. Yeah, no, I think you know he had a terrible beginning of the season, and people are like, he sucks now. He's second in the league in assists, and he's still scoring twenty five yep. a game. He's still really good. Who's number three? Doncic, maybe. Do you I call mean, it? It's so funny because like LeBron is a point guard, yeah. right? I mean, and he's also a center. Yeah, I exactly. Um, I don't know, but I don't have Ja as number one, two, or three. But okay. he's getting there. He's a uh, he's in the Westbrook and John Wall category to me, where you're like. This guy could be the best point guard in the league if the shooting is real. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or, Everybody, of course, another comparison, sorry, as a Bulls sorry. fan. They're like Rose comparisons. MVP like totally, Rose totally. Yep. Uh, early on. Uh, you, you see it. But you don't want him shooting a lot because he's so good at getting at the rim. He's still like one of every three shots is at the rim, mm-hmm. and he's shooting a high percentage. You still want that variance. You don't want him to just be a three-point shooter. They uh, they make a good combo, him and Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, here's a question. Is Desmond Bain the best shooting guard in the league? I mean, he had a 20. <laughs> was John Moran yeah. asking that? Uh, well, uh, I mean, Desmond Bain's first half, he really did set the tone, he's I think. He's been amazing. The, yeah, in that mid-range, he was really getting to his spot. So I don't know if he's the best <laughs> no, shooting guard, no, no. but is he the most improved? Because he has been really good <laughs> oh, boy. for the that, Grizzlies. That, that happens every game. That happens every game. It happens every game now. Bain comes out of the, yeah. of the press conference, he says, is that guy the best point guard? And yeah. Morant says, that guy's most improved. Yeah. Yeah, he had a 29-point night yesterday. It's wild that this team beat a Brooklyn Nets team with those two guys going for 36 and 29, and then the rest of their starters went 5 points, 0 yeah. points, and 6 points, and yeah. they smashed the Nets. It killed, this game was over. Yes. Like, third quarter, it was done. And then Crazy the bench the unit by the Nets yeah, sort of made it respectable. 20, yeah. 23 offensive boards. So one of every three shots they put up, they collected an offensive rebound. You can't win. You can't win like right. that. And and I and I started to look up because I, I got this this number in my head, the stat in my head that championship teams don't lose three straight games. The Bulls famously did in yeah. 1991 when they won their first one. They went 0-3 to start the, the season. But 
That's not true. You can still lose three games. <laughs> last fine. year, last year the Bucks. You remember the Bucks losing streak? They lost five, five in a row, yeah, I do and that. then they lost three in a row yeah. later on. How did that happen? And they still won the championship. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, so, so you uh, still believe the Nets yeah, win well, the championship? Still, yeah, sure. Uh, they're still currently the favorites in Las Vegas, which is kind of kind of bonkers. The way they're playing right now. Now Kyrie's coming back on Wednesday. They're advertising it. They're advertising on the home jumbotron that he's coming to back to play <laughs> on the road, road in, yeah. in their next game. Which is see you uh, uh, on league pass. Un, uh, unprecedented. This is yeah, this is know. strange. It's, Hey, is Kyrie Irving the best shooting guard in the league? <laughs> I think is he the shooting guard on that team? He's yeah. the shooting guard. Can't wait till he gets back. We'll have so many more questions to debate here on the show. Um, He's been plummeting in the cool guy rankings, unfortunately. <laughs> he used to be at the point. top of that. Very high on the list. Uh, but a couple last things from this. Tass, you're yep. mentioning uh, the Nets have had poor effort. I don't like hearing that from Kevin Durant. He said it both of their last two losses. We didn't come out and play hard enough to win. And like you mentioned, 23 offensive rebounds for the Grizzlies. That's like a, an effort indicator right there right. bad stuff uh from brooklyn and skeets this one's for you mm-hmm. there's a guy on the memphis grizzlies bench yeah eve's ponds <laughs> <laughs> only eight letters buddy yeah, four short. and four and yeah two it's not bad. <laughs> i will sleep easy tonight <laughs> thank you my friend. good names on that grizzlies yeah. team yeah uh yeah the grizzlies how high are they i don't know if you have in front of you their lead four, 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 think, fourth yeah. still in the yeah. western conference it's pretty amazing uh, this, this is amazing because early on in the season we talked about it yesterday i thought their defense was going to really drag them down this right. season because they were just so bad but they've turned it around, and now it's like, oh, okay, maybe they are. They can they can overcome that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and just talking about the offensive rebounds last night, I think you saw Nick Claxton. He's a he's a tall guy, he's a lanky guy, but Stephen Adams just that bulk really showed. I thought last night it was like there's just no one big enough. They can have a tall guy, but you need someone physical as mm-hmm. well. And uh, that's something that the the Nets don't have right now, and that's been a problem for them even going back to last season. Did yeah. you see there was a? I mean, I don't think it was making its way around Twitter. I, I thought about clipping it, but I was like, yeah, somebody <laughs> else will do it. Stephen Adams put his head on Nick Claxton's like uh, shoulder at one point. I think they had like a tiny little tussle, yeah. and, uh, tiny and then just Stephen Adams. It was like a real. That's how we get nice you. Moment. That's how we get yeah, you. Yeah, kindness he, he, kills you. Yeah, kindness exactly, exactly. And then destroys you inside, yeah. throwing his weight around. Uh, all right, well, let's keep going here. Jordan Poole scored 32 off the bench as the Warriors beat the heat after jimmy butler exited that game with an ankle injury um first about butler i don't know if you guys saw it he sustained it sort of late in the third quarter going to plan his right foot looked like he sort of slipped and he's then he's like "Uh oh there goes the ankle and he had to be you know had to be helped off the floor by two heat members i think they're saying all the right things here after like spolster's like yeah it's it's probably fine it's just a, a tweak but this is like the third time i think this season that butler's done something to that right ankle he had the tailbone injury as well. So, and he was playing really well in this game. It was actually a real bummer to this game because, you know, another late night game, but really entertaining there. It was like a six point game, I think, when Jimmy went out and he was, again, like contributing. He had like 20 plus points and the five boards and stuff like that. And then he goes down. Lowry gets in foul trouble not long after that. And then Warriors sort of ran him out in the gym in the fourth quarter. But that sucks for the Heat because uh, no BAM still. And now we wait to see. And hopefully it's nothing serious with Jimmy Butler in the ankle. But then from the Warriors' perspective, this is sort of awesome what I think Kerr's doing here with Jordan Poole with Clay coming back, by the way, on Sunday. We'll get to that later in the show. I think we called that one on yesterday's uh, podcast. Um, is that Poole is coming off the bench these last two games, and last night he explodes like 32 points in this new reserve role because he had started 28 of the previous 30 games. I mean, no Clay, he's in there. He played well. We were talking him up. This guy's going to win a finals MVP in the future and all that. <laughs> but I like just Kerr like getting ahead of it, like – no, we're going to make you like the super sub. 
because uh, when Clay comes back, he's starting Tass. You brought this up yesterday. He's he's on record saying that. Um, and wow, <laughs> setting up pretty well here if he's going to play like this coming off the bench. They've got a very good starting lineup. They've got a very good bench. <laughs> when you look at it, uh, him and Otto Porter and Bielitsa and Andre Iguodala and Gary Payton II, they are they are the best team in the NBA. It doesn't matter what the records say. Uh, but uh, I, I thought, yeah, it's it stinks for the Heat in that this is probably the thing that can bring them down is, is injuries uh, because they have been, uh, yeah, a little injury prone to start this season. And I still do think they're in the class of, of the Bulls at second tier and mm-hmm. could fight with them. Have a great, great series against whoever they play in the second round if they if they win the first round. But uh, are these Tom Thibodeau years with Jimmy Butler starting to wear them down a little bit? I don't know if that's, you know, actually the case. But it's it's just, yeah, it's, it's difficult. And, and this could be what brings them down, not just Jim. Um, but, yeah, Bam Adebayo's been hurt. And, uh, yeah, up and down the roster, they're a little bit older, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. What do you think of this one, Warriors Heat, Lily? Well, if you get a one for ten from three performance from Steph Curry and lose, yeah. that's uh, that's got to hurt. Because, you know, Jordan Poole coming off the bench and Wigan started off well, but Steph couldn't shoot last night. He did keep his three-point streak going, which is important. Because <laughs> right. you wouldn't want to have to restart that again. Mm-hmm. But nine points, ten assists. So he was still out there. And look, at Steph Curry had an off night like that. But if you're the Heat and your game plan is... We're going into this game, and we're going to make the other guys beat us. And then they go out and beat you. You're kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, damn. What but, do you do? Yeah, yeah exactly. we should have let Curry go for 56. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's one of those things. But I'm just still pulling for my guy, Kyle Guy, out yeah. there. He, he's got to, he may be the coolest guy in the league right now. Because, uh, <laughs> he's the Kylest guy. Yeah, he, 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 I, I said yesterday, he looks like he was just playing street ball. And so I said, hey, you want to play in the NBA? Right. And he put the headband on. He's got the hair flowing. hit some threes. He was throwing flames last night, as Bob Fitzgerald said on the court. <laughs> right. Flamethrower throwing. Whatever. I get it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the Heat on the second night of a back-to-back. They lost in Sacramento the night before. They need, they'd won five in a row. So they can, you know, then it's not a disaster for them. They're still having a, a relatively good season here as things are going along but uh yeah the jimmy butler concern he, he he also looks to me like at the end of games he looks pretty gassed a lot of the times as well like he looks exhausted so uh but the, he just signed into a massive extension too in the off season like mm-hmm. four years and 184 so they're gonna hope whatever things are ailing him right now he can overcome those we know he performs in the playoffs not last season but other than that he's a big time playoff performer i think that's what they're hoping to get from him because uh Obviously, it's a it's a blow if they're they're, they're short a couple of guys already and they're missing him too. Uh, Draymond Green back for the Warriors last night too. You saw his impact on both ends of the floor. Warriors had 39 assists. Uh, it's two games in a row now, consecutive games with 39 or more assists. That hasn't been done since '94, apparently. The good old Pacers team yeah. moving the ball around, fizzing mm. it around. Like, what a, that's a crazy stat. That's a lot of assists. Yeah, actually, I, I had that stat to bring up, and you, you reminded me of it. In the last five, they've averaged over 31 wow. per game. Now, they've lost one of those games, but that's the Steve Kerr. That's yeah. the uh, original sort of Warriors. You know, go back four mm-hmm. or five years, what do you want to just move that ball around? And they're starting to get it again now. And, uh, yeah, 110 points they've scored over these last five games, shooting the ball well. And, again, when Steph doesn't have a great game, that's, that's just gravy for this team. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're the best team in the league? Yes. <laughs> oh, I do. I, I concur. Yeah, doctor. Uh, no, I mean, Steve they, Kerr. They're going to they're <laughs> sit. Kerr. I think they got it. They're going to sit Steph, I think, with all these guys back. Steph. Uh, Send him to the bench. Yeah, well, yeah, he could, he could go to the bench, yeah, for sure. Come off the bench. Show him. Win sixth, man. Uh, you still got 41 games to play, but I think they're going to rest him a bit uh, at some point because he's been carrying a heavy load, and that's the benefit of being first seed at this point. But there will be some incentive, I think, to have the first seed. So, in yeah. theory, you're not playing, you know, in, in a 
in a two on the two three side of things, you know, let's say it's Suns Jazz still, uh, those are damn good teams. Let yeah. them let them go at each other is my point, and maybe you're taking on somebody sure. else. But then again, it's like, do the Lakers rise to that number? The Grizzlies are a scrappy, you know. There's all these situations here, right? Mm-hmm. All right, the other games, I'll throw them all at you. Actually, you know what? I'll break them up. Eastern Conference games. Trey, you can go wherever you want. I have an idea where you'll start, but who knows? Kyle's, Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, they led the Wizards over the Hornets 124-121. The Bulls extended their win streak to eight games. They beat the Magic 102-98. Embiid had a triple-double to power the 76ers past the Rockets uh, by a lot. And then the Pistons. Yeah, the Detroit Pistons. Sadiq Bay is on fire. Uh, they won 115-106. They snapped the Bucks' six-game win streak. So... Have at it, my man. We you know, I'm starting about? with doubles. doubles. Eight straight. First time since 2012. This was a, another ugly one for Chicago. But like Dominic Toretto says, doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. Hmm. Winning's winning. Right. He's right. Third game in four nights for the Bulls, and it looked like they were tired. DeRozan went seven for 13 from the free throw line. So after the game, he went on the United Center court and made 250 free throws. <laughs> Should have just made like four more during the game and then <laughs> take the night off, buddy. Lonzo Ball was back from COVID protocols. He looked rusty. Franz Wagner had a nice game. Got to give him a shout out because Magic fans were a little oh, upset that we didn't mention him in the redraft yesterday. <laughs> but honestly, we couldn't mention him in the redraft because... It's not that impressive if you move Josh Giddy up from number six to number five. I know. Right? And that's yeah. what it was. Well, like, the, six I, to four, I went that's back five. and watched us talking about the redraft of the top five. We did have Wagner. We were mentioning Wagner. He's like, well, he's probably fifth. That's funny because he ended up going to the Magic <laughs> at eighth. But, he, you know, so, like, yes, he's good. He's really good, actually. Uh, this draft list. We've he's good, about and he always looks like he's playing in a half squat to me no. I don't know why he's got a very weird lean the other interesting <laughs> thing from this game uh, the Bulls did a bit at one point where Benny the Bull was running around naked like he had no jersey on and it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen Stacy King was on the call he's like I don't think I've ever seen that before I've been around the Bulls for a long time he's just naked is he doing an Antonio Brown bit? Like, nobody can figure mm. it out, but it is, oh. it's weird to see a mascot running around with no clothes it's Totally on. weird. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know about this. I'm seeing too much red. But good stuff for the Bulls. Eight straight. First place, blah, blah, blah. The other game I'm interested in, watch the Wizards last night. I've now seen two straight Kyle Kuzma on fire in the fourth good. quarter game. He had four threes in the fourth quarter last night. Three of them came. In the last three minutes, he finished with a season-high 36. Beal also had a nice game in a win for the Wizards, so that was fun to watch. Kuzma, when he's got it going, like, the guy looks like an MVP. It's hilarious. The way he celebrates to the crowd is very funny (laughs) as well. Loves to talk trash to the opposing bench. And I got to give an anti-shout-out to Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Took a three from the corner and hit the top of the backboard. <laughs> wow. So he's been commentator said, Wow. <laughs> he's been blocked by the backboard. I was gonna say, yeah. He's gotta go off the bottom. He's gotta go off the bottom. Side back, gotta go bottom, man. Yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> yeah. But uh great game there from Kuzma, like you said, Love to get the, the victory. Love the uh and, and just what let's get your take, everybody's take here and everybody in the stream team. Did you see what happened with the the 76ers mm. uh, booing Tobias Harris? I think he was like three for ten at that point, and they were really giving it to him. Sixers were not playing well, and uh, they were trailing to a Rockets team who were missing some of their best players. Now they get the win, and beat is a monster. But then later on, Tobias Harris, you know, scores and basically like don't clap, yeah. don't clap for me now. You're booing me, and there's this like little back and forth going. Um, Embiid 
addressed it after the game, as did the coach. I think Burke uh, filling in for Doc Rivers. Mm. Uh, what did you think of this whole thing? Well, he's a frustrating player, Tobias Harris. Uh, yeah. He has high moments, but he has these moments where it's like, man, he looks awful. He looks like KCP out there. So I think in Philadelphia, they have the reputation, the crowd there, for being pretty harsh on yeah. their own. Yeah. Uh, he clunked a few. They were. It was a game that they should have been blowing the Rockets out the whole time. And it was too close, I think, for comfort. So they needed a, someone to point the finger at and to uh, to uh, scream and shout at. And Tobias was the one who copped it last night. But then Tobias to turn around later and just say, I don't want your applause now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's starting a little war there with the I fans. I mean, now what's going to happen the next game? See, I feel like 76ers fans... Would re- they would appreciate that right, more? Yeah, okay, right? okay, yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong, going, yeah. but they, yeah. like it's sort of funny to me. Like, and, and they're like, yeah, because so, then they're like, yeah, we got you going. Yeah, us <laughs> right, right. you <laughs> made you hit that shot. I don't know. That's, that's my. Yeah, it'll be a tough crowd to play in front of. I think. I mean, you're either you know loved or hated. Because I think Embiid's also sort of had some stuff with the fans. Embiid, yeah. Simmons, obviously, right, yeah. and, and yeah. now Tobias. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a crowd. They boo Santa Claus. They say they're that's in uh, <laughs> Philadelphia, and I think they're just playing up to their. Well, Ziller in his uh, newsletter this morning had, a, I thought, an interesting like question in a weird way. Would you rather that, like the 76ers fan base that is booing their own guys because like they're three <laughs> for ten at that moment, and Tobias has been in the shooting funk over the last couple of games, so they, like it's piled up. Uh, Tobias Funke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or would you want the opposite, and there are many fan bases that are just like crickets, mm. there's no energy, there's no real support, whether you're doing well or poorly. Like, which one would you rather... Oh, no, I'd rather be on the Tobias Harris side yeah. where there's the emotion and the yeah. passion. I, I mean, Philadelphia is one of those teams I would love to have played for, you know? Because, uh, <laughs> no, because, like, when, boo the no, that's like, like, like when you're growing up, you wanted to play for the Lakers or the Knicks or the Sixers or the Bulls, right? Okay. That's, that was what it was for me. Okay. You're a little older than us, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But early he's 80s. 80s. Dr. Guy. J yeah. and Moses Malone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they had the rivalry there. Uh, and so you, you want that passion. <laughs> like, remember how much they just adored, you know, Alan Iveson. Like, when they love you, they absolutely I, I agree. love yeah, you. Yeah. You know, and they, and you know that. And, and every time he goes, back then oh. now he puts the he puts a hand up and they they still give it to him and they got the bell there i love all that so yes give me that give me philadelphia <laughs> okay that's of why course. i've got that sixes jacket remember that um starters jacket <laughs> yeah. it's a i good got jacket. the sixes one i forgot about yeah that. i'll wear it i'll jacket. bring it in if i Please. remember tomorrow and i'll wear it it's a nice jacket it's cold enough in here yeah. you can throw that on <laughs> <laughs> okay do you that's guys agree dig. that's a dig JD do you guys agree it's a dig i'm saying it's cold in atlanta uh, of course, that's the right answer. Apathy would be is yeah. the absolute worst. To hear nothing from your fans, <laughs> yeah. that, that would that's far more painful. The silence is far more deadly. Hundred percent true. Uh, I I was list- watching the the Wizards game. Never enjoyed the Wizards more than I have the last few games uh, because they care in the mm-hmm. phone booth. It used to be a silent yeah, phone totally. booth. It I've, used seen, to be- I've seen a game live there, and it was very quiet yeah and so to watch Kyle Kuzma this is uh this is an enjoyable Kuzma I've never enjoyed Kyle Kuzma more than these last few games just balling out that shot against the Bulls where Beal gave it to him so late that Kuzma had a hand right in his face but Kuzma is unconscious Mm -hmm. right now and you speak about mannerisms and and weird body types and Franz Wagner there Kyle (laughs) Kuzma's got a weird move when he's angry he had uh uh an Offhand call, he uses off arm to, to shield the guy he got called for the foul. So he, he goes back and he's angry. And his legs are moving a lot faster than his arms. His arms are just almost stationary. You know, it's the old yeah. SNL. It's like, just like they don't move at all. Uh, but he's angry. Anyways, then he comes back and he uses those arms to bang home shots at the end of games. 
like like yeah, it, it was like it was it was such an, a simple call from the Wizards. Beal, okay, start the play. Just pass it to Kuzma. It doesn't matter if he has six hands and his face is going to hit a shot. <laughs> and, uh, Thirty-six points, man. That's that's great for them. And uh, I, the same thing I thought about Cade Cunningham. Uh, watching him, he he sized up Giannis and hit a big three in his face towards the end of that game. So kudos to to Cade, untouchable there. Sadiq Bay, you said he Holy should be untouchable crap, he's too. He's on fire. I hope no. I hope I hope they don't trade Sadiq Bay. No, he, they no. should not. People are going to come calling for obviously Jeremy Grant. Hey, why don't you throw in Sadiq Bay? Or why don't you? You know, they should they should think about somebody else to no. trade, not Sadiq Bay. Uh, yeah, you. I watched a lot of the second half of that Bucks Pistons game because you keep thinking like, well, Bucks yeah. are going to come back and get this. Victory. Pistons just kept hitting big shots. Sadiq Bay was involved in a lot of the action. Like you said, Cade was great, and uh, the Bucks came up short. That's a it's a quality win for the Detroit Pistons, who do not who do not have a lot this year. But this and game. I I think I saw Ziggy in the stream team earlier saying that the Bucks had won 39 straight against the Central Division oh, that's right. wow. yeah, that before losing to the Pistons in this one. Was that still intact? I remember we talked about it at one point. Uh, I'm not up to date on that streak. But yeah, okay. I'm taking Ziggy's word for okay. it here. Ziggy will take your word. Yeah. Hey, uh, JD, just speaking of like uh, about the whole, would you rather be booed by your own fan base or just like nothing? Uh, like, would you rather the stream team pointing out like the frame rates <laughs> off a little bit, and maybe the audio quality is like not perfect, or just nothing at all? No, I want the yeah. comments. I want yeah. the feedback. I want to know. I don't watch this show, so how else am I going to find out? I would, I would like to have seen JD though when like you know the first couple of comments come through, so we would have been checking, and then like later in the day another comment. All right, all right. Yeah. At a certain point, you want to say, okay, we're yeah. aware of the situation. Yeah, exactly. We're working. Yeah. Out. Uh, by the way, JD, go to this camera over here i don't know if you can see lee's computer i can just see out of the corner of my eye he's scrolling all of his photos looking yeah. for him and i assume a 76 that's jacket. right i've yeah. got it i've got it yeah. but, uh, uh, didn't you take one with us yeah in the studio yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. He's we're all wearing rafters man. jackets yeah. and yeah. lee's got yeah. on a white sixers, <laughs> a white sixers yeah. i can't remember when we did it though so uh that's why right. i'm sort of scrolling here trying to pay attention to the show at the okay same time. okay uh well let me give you the other west games uh last night uh, as you sort of look for that, yeah. uh, continue to look for that. Uh, Donovan Mitchell scored 29 as the Jazz beat the Pelicans, 115-104. Luka Doncic had a double-double, led the Mavs past the Nuggets, 103-89. And the Wolves, your Wolves! Yes! They beat the Clippers, 122-104 to to snap a three-game skid. You must have been happy. Classic reverse bump, I think it was for me, because I said they, they're struggling. Uh, and they got Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell out of protocol, but they didn't play because they're not conditioned. Right. But they still got the win. It was a revenge game for Patrick Beverly. Had a double-double against his old team. And uh, Dane Moore, who does a great job covering uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, had one of these uh, tweeted this last night. Patrick Beverly gets hard fouled by James Ennis. Starts screaming, he ain't nobody. Then Beverly goes over and gives Steve Barmer a high five. <laughs> what a troll, compadre. Like, this is, this is the, Did I mean, Balmer grab his junk? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I talk a lot about Beverly because he drives me crazy. But there are times as well where he is really entertaining and he brings yeah. something to the game. So uh, very important win there. Of course, the Clippers still uh, you know, there without Paul George for at least a couple more weeks here. Uh, so a good sort of bounce back win, a very important win there for the Wolves last night. All right. Let's take our first break. And when we come back, we'll get into the up-down report. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. How about it? Did you find it? No, not yet. Oh, I, it's only been three seconds. Okay. No, you know, it's going to take me a while. I don't even know which photo we're looking for. Uh, we, we were in the studio. Yeah. We're in the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're all going to Toronto for the All-Star game. Yeah, 2016. 2016, yeah. We got a bunch of uh, starters, Raptors okay. gear, the jackets. Yeah, yeah. So we're all wearing – three of us were wearing one style. Two of us were wearing another style. And Lee Ellis was wearing a Sixers jacket. There it is. Hey, I found it. Trey found, okay, it. Trey ah, found it. February fourth, twenty sixteen. Okay, great. We'll uh, we'll get that over. To I don't know. How to, I don't know how to share. Yeah. It. <laughs> I don't know how to share it anymore, though. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, as for boxing photos, yeah, two come to mind. One, me and Grady and Gordian that he probably has. <laughs> and then, then there was a great boxing photo of Matt Austin wearing yeah. oh, giant yeah. boxing gloves because oh, he was God. actually boxing Betty the Bull. Oh, Trey's got that one for sure. Something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, boxing pictures day. All right, all right. We'll show uh, everybody these amazing photos that will take Trey five seconds to find yeah. and Lee five hours to find. Okay, let's get to the up down report. Preparing your movies. It's the up down report. Yeah, all right. First one here, guys. Yesterday, Grizzlies guard John Morant and Bulls guard Demar Derozan named NBA Players of the Week for Week Eleven of the 21-22 season. Jaw led Memphis to a 3-0 week, averaging 34.7 points per game, 6.5 rebounds, 4.5 assists. Meanwhile, Chicago's vet came up big as the Bulls went 4-0. DeRozan averaged nearly 28 points per game, 5 boards, 7 assists, and uh, became the first player to hit game-winning shots on consecutive days. So the first question in the up-down report, it's pretty uh, straightforward here, and we ask everybody joining us in the stream team and listening later, up or down on these two selections from the NBA, John Morant and DeRozan, week 11 as the players of the week. Double up. Double up. Oh, nice. I yeah. nailed it. Nailed it. Double up right there. I, this is easy. I mean, yeah. both of these guys went undefeated for their teams, put up incredible stats, and in DeRozan's case, also had a couple of game winners. Now, I will be honest, I didn't look at the stats for every single NBA player over the past week, week 11 in the NBA. That's how I always refer to things. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Keeping track of the weeks. <laughs> Let's see the big week 11 showdown here. But, uh, yeah, certainly deserve it for both of these guys. Grizzlies looking good. Bulls are looking good. This is the second of the season for DeRozan. The first since Jimmy Butler was in town for the Bulls. So I got to ask, is he going to get player of the month mm. for December? Oh, wow. His first one was, uh, I don't know what week this was of the season, but it was the week where November turns into December. Okay. So we got a little bit of credit there. Obviously, the Bulls had uh, a shutdown, and DeRozan missed a couple of games, but he hasn't lost a game that he's played in since November 27th. Wow. 20, 10 straight wins for DeRozan hmm. when he's playing with the Bulls. That's all of December. Yeah. I think he's got a chance. Wow. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I care about players of the week and players of yeah, the month. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Sucks, man. Gotcha. Well, Sucks. it was cool to see that DeMar cared about it, too. I mean, he was he was asked about it, and he's like, yeah, this is, this is cool. Uh, he was kind of, you know, banished to San Antonio for, for a couple years there. I mean, banished isn't the right word, but he wasn't given the same recognition, obviously, that he's getting now. It's been a bit of a roller coaster from Toronto, dropped down, he got traded for Kawhi, they go win a championship. And uh, yeah, now he's getting some recognition. So hopefully he wins a player of the month too. You brought up DeRozan sticking around after last night's game to, to, to shoot the free throws or maybe trade it, sorry. But did you see the clip of DeMar's girls doing his 
free throw routine while he was at the line? No, I didn't. They're who, like, who, who at that? It, I think the uh, NBA actually posted oh. it to their uh, the right. NBA YouTube. Um, yeah, it's like, there's like a little PIP, little picture in picture, mm. a second day in a row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like his girls are like doing like his routine. Uh, no, I haven't seen it, but I am definitely going to go and check that out. Because you're always saying practice your exactly, free throw yeah. kids. And yeah. these are kids actually practicing their free throw. Like their dad. Which yeah. is great to see. All right. And so uh, <laughs> no no qualms with these players of the week. No, I mean, no. I no. will say LeBron had some monster numbers in the Western Conference too, true, but they true, usually true. take into consideration the record of the yes. team. So. Yeah. Uh, but it's just the week you maybe don't want to win it because it is a bit of a dark week, that sort of post-Christmas, New Year's week. People are off. People are doing things. So <laughs> someone at the oh, NBA yeah, office... This will be forgotten to time. Well, I'm just saying it's the one that, you know, it's like there's someone who's like, all right, I've got to watch all these games. But yeah, you got you got a couple of all-stars there. They'll both be all-stars, obviously. Right, okay. And there's nominees every week yeah. now, too. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get in those It's a, nominees. hey, what about this guy? Nominees, hey, yeah. what about this guy for week 11? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I brought up one. LeBron definitely was uh, one of the nubs. All right, our next one here in the up-down report... Rockets suspended Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood for one game. Last night's contest against 76ers following their poor behavior over the weekend. Just to remind everybody, KPJ, he left the arena during halftime of Saturday's loss after a heated exchange in the locker room with assistant coach John Lucas. And Wood was benched um, after missing a mandatory COVID-19 testing window. Then he played some minutes, and then, by all accounts, he refused to play in the second half. I think that's uh, how the story goes here. So, they got suspended one game. Are you up or down on uh, that? them being disciplined. I hope I get this right. Yes. Yeah, there I am. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> One game each. Oh, that's right. I mean, they had to do that in the Rockets. Uh, there was right. no way you can let young players who are talented but certainly don't have that sort of uh, equity in the league or the team right now where they can throw a tantrum like that. I would expect, honestly, any player, even if it was a DeRozan or someone, if they just leave halfway through, you automatically have to get at least a one-game suspension. So uh, the Rockets really had no choice here. This is definitely a lost season for them. They've had, some, they've had a weird seven-game win streak. Yeah. These guys are obviously talented, but uh, no one gets away with that, no matter uh, who you are in the league. Trey, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they've got to be suspended, but the the Rockets need a little veteran leadership. John Wall's just sitting there wanting to play for your team. I, why is he not? And to me, this is kind of like a sign, like, you keep losing, uh, the team is falling apart a little bit here, maybe a little stability would help. Um, but clearly that's not in the cards for the Rockets, so yeah, KPJ suspended, Christian Wood suspended. Still don't know what that object was, though. Yeah. Mm. That's what I want to know. That's really all What's I care about What's your best guess? This. Eraser. <laughs> like a dry, like, like a, a dry board erase board eraser. Wow. Yeah, because you would hear what it was if it was something cool. If yeah. it was soup, we would have heard about it. Hey, somebody <laughs> threw soup again. <laughs> See, I think it's something a from frame. his own locker. Yeah, like so, a, a shoe. Yeah, tape or shoe. I think shoe, shoe we would have heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Through a shoe sounds funny, <laughs> but something boring like dry dry eraser. Nobody cares. Right. Like, just name it an object. It sounds scarier. Okay. Yeah. I see a lot of moisturizer in guys' lockers. I think we would have heard about <laughs> oh, that as well. It sure. probably would have squirted everywhere if the bottle hits the ground. Uh, yeah, that would have been a story. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate for this Rockets team. I, I had more faith in Christian Wood to be a little bit more of a leader, but mm -hmm. I was wrong. But you think he this was the right yes. decision here from the organization? You got to. You have to. You got to, yeah. Just to, to, Get it to right. make the line. Mm -hmm. So you can't cross that. You cross that, you're getting a game suspension. All right, let's hear from everybody out there in the stream team. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, final one here. Sort of alluded to it earlier. According to Woj, okay, yeah, Woj is going to get credit for this. Clay Thompson could make his return from injuries as soon as Sunday against the Cavaliers. A final decision on Clay's debut is expected to be made once the Warriors return from back-to-back uh, -back games on Wednesday and Thursday in Dallas and New Orleans. 
But why is Woj getting credit for this? Because we told you yesterday, right here at this very ping pong table, that Clay Thompson <laughs> was returning on Sunday. So Tass, up or down on no dunks, not getting credit for what looks like us predicting Clay Thompson's of, return. Of course we predicted it, and I'm a huge down. Who who should get the credit? We should. I, I don't know. What, Anthony Slater for writing about that incredible story in the scrimmage that was never seen? Maybe. Or or the PR person who told Wojnarowski, or Wojnarowski, or Rick Celebrini, the guy who's been working with Clay Thompson to bring him back, his head trainer, or Clay Thompson himself. Mm. Of course. Yeah, we don't deserve credit. I mean, why? Because we said it's Sunday is the game he's coming back. <laughs> yes. I, what, what, I said it. I am amazing. Uh, yeah, so, Precisely. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, it's, it's great that he's coming back. It's great uh, that uh, Rick Celebrini is the guy who makes the decision. I love the name. I love saying Rick Celebrini. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah. say it plenty. Celebrini uh, and Canadian, Barnes. I think, isn't he? Is he? I, I don't believe know. he is, yeah. Is he? I think so. Good. Good he's, old Canadian boy. Yeah. yeah, he's been working with uh, with Clay closely, and uh, they're going to be celebrating on Sunday it when he plays. Yeah, it's looking looking Hopefully. like that's going to be it. Yeah, because they played so well. I, I, we talked about the scrimmage yesterday, again, the hmm. scrimmage that nobody saw where Clay Thompson got up 17 shots in 12 minutes, apparently, and shot over 50% and looks great, and everybody keeps saying it. And, and I think they want to lower the expectations that Clay's not going to come back and be a flamethrower. Bob Fitzgerald's not going to say he's throwing <laughs> flames out there quite yet uh, because it's a different game. But, uh, yes, he's going to come back and he's going to be balling because it's Clay Thompson. Should we have gotten credit, though? Yes. <laughs> uh, honestly, I would get zero credit for this because I just now looked at the schedule, and it's the only day that makes sense, but yep. Tass already said it. So yep. full credit to Tass. Thanks. Assuming, you know, that Clay Thompson actually does come back. Yeah, and that's the best part. On that day. That's the best yeah. part. We're not 100%, but maybe 99% that mm. he's coming. Uh, that uh, arena is going to erupt when Clay comes back because he never played in that one. He, uh, that's right. Oh wow! Yeah, that's he's how long played it is. since 2019. Since game since game six. six. Yeah, in, 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 in uh, no, Oakland. In Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is incredible to think it's been that long because he uh, he had the two injuries, the back to back, and now he's back. So uh, he's one of the great players who brings a lot of joy to the game, and uh, it's great when he's in the league shooting and having fun. So I'm looking forward to his return. <laughs> shooting and having fun. Yeah, Clay. Um, <laughs> do we know if that's a, like a nationally televised game? It's, I'm assuming it's Flex not. It if it's Warriors, not. Cavs. Yeah. Warriors, Cavs. Warriors, Cavs on a Sunday. What time? What time? Because there's what time? Uh, what time, time is it? an ABC game? Eight thirty p.m. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's a that's gonna be a league passer unless NBA that's TV. That's good. I think the Warriors want it that way. The Warriors want it that way. They want it to be under the radar. Okay, you made the prediction that he's coming back on Sunday. Let's say he's playing. How many points is Clay Thompson going to score? Couldn't even answer the question. 12 Mm. points. What do you think? 17. Okay. Wow, good game. 18. (laughs) Six threes. (laughs) That's it. Put me down for 22 points. Clay Thompson in his day booed. What? I don't know. I just thought, <laughs> thought, I thought I'd add the a little flavor to that. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's hear from the people in the stream team. Everybody listening to the podcast later. Clay Thompson predictions for Sunday night's game. <laughs> it feels like it's the end of the week right now. It's <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we got to take one more break. When we come back, a very interesting tweet of the night that I'm excited about and picking results. But what do you got, Lee? Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams, trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10 minute core session at the end of your strength class, 
or take a 60 minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Diti, Andy and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. How long does that take you to write a wicked ad copy like that? Well, it depends. Like I, I, when I read the copy there last night <laughs> yeah. and I saw the no foreign transaction fees just after I'm sort of checking now all the, uh, all the charges coming through on my cards from my trip, I'm like, perfect. There's a perfect <laughs> little yeah, yeah. So- story segue there. That's what you want, you know. <laughs> that personal touch. Exactly, exactly. It's legit. It's authentic. <laughs> Make what was your own? Exactly. What was your biggest, uh, <laughs> yeah. what was your biggest purchase? in? Uh, oh, the rental camp- car. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, because they, they get you with the add-ons as well, you know. Do you want the uh, roadside assistance? Not really, but do you want that uh, in extra insurance? It ends up costing you an extra 35 bucks a day for that. Oh, you had your car for a while. Yeah, I had it for eight days, I think. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that ended up being the biggest uh, biggest account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it, though. Great car. Worth it. What's your rent, buddy? <laughs> uh, I got the Mitsubishi, uh, whatever their SUV is. Yeah, mm. it was very comfortable. Four-wheel yeah. drive was great especially on those uh, dark, cold, snowy roads. <laughs> uh, I miss Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a great place. It's almost as cold in this garage. <laughs> uh, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. All right, Lele. Yeah. You got something crazy for yeah, us Yeah, I, I have. I, I went off the board a little bit on this one. Um, it was a good night on Twitter, but I didn't find that banger until I found this one. <laughs> Meh, it was from a day or two ago, but it's fine <laughs> because it involves everybody. It gets people talking, even the stream teamers. Uh, and it comes from Andy Zhao, who says, uh, Seinfeld today. I think it's relevant. <laughs> Elaine spends six hours in a testing line. Jerry finds his new girlfriend less attractive with a mask off. George attends an anti-vax rally so he can get super immunity. Yeah. And Kramer hoards rapid tests. I thought, yeah, there's some good ones there. But we're all Seinfeld fans. Sure. So I thought, you know what? Why don't we all have a little modern day Seinfeld, you know, <laughs> scenario? I've got a couple to get us started. So if you guys don't have any, it's fine. I have a few ideas. Okay, I've got a couple go. here. Okay. okay. Kramer and George's dad go into business making their own vaccine. George's dad reckons he knew the coronavirus was coming back in the 70s and he's been working on a formula ever since then. Okay. Jerry's new girlfriend won't sleep with him until he shows her a negative test. He took one, but he's waiting for the result to come in the mail, right? Newman actually has it in his apartment. He has the result. But he won't. Uh, Jerry won't enter Newman's apartment, A, because he hates it, and yeah. also Newman is unmasked and he won't tell Jerry if he's been vaccinated or tested negative. So, you know, 
no man you know the whole yeah. time yeah. Uh, and everyone who comes into contact with George tests positive just after being around him and they all blame George for it even though he tested negative on his last test and despite him being asymptomatic and as the episode goes on he just gets louder and louder shouting I'm asymptomatic the whole time so it sort of builds up to that crescendo there so there you go nice how about it <laughs> fascinating that you basically took like you, you really ran with the COVID situation. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For, the, for a modern day side. Well, yeah, that's the sort of topic of the of the tweet there, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I went a little differently. Okay. Because I like uh, I was brainstorming over breakfast with yeah. Laura. I got to come up with something. And first question is like, why is that tweet? Like, I don't know. It's late. And then she was like, oh, so you want to do COVID things? I was like, no, nah, let's do something else. So here's what I came up with. Uh, not as eloquently put as you. Mm. You basically wrote the whole script. <laughs> I can't wait to see the spec, but. I have so just ideas. Maybe we can like uh, brainstorm this a little bit. I have Jerry getting addicted to NFTs, and he starts losing sleep because he's staying up all night like flipping pudgy penguins and stuff like that. So he just goes all in on NFTs. I have George getting catfished, and then I was trying oh, yeah. to remember: did that ever happen in Seinfeld? I was I like, think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. But okay, so there's something there. Elaine becomes TikTok famous. Oh uh, yeah, accidentally for her dance. Nice. Right. Yeah, and then I have. This one's really strange. Kramer petitions to city council to rename speed humps road boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that one for sure. Yeah, and now, he makes progress too. You can see it. Now, know? I only brought that last one up because I said this to Tass uh, when I saw him over the holiday break. Did you ever notice they call... What do you call a what do you call a road yeah. boobie? Yeah. <laughs> what do you uh, call it? A, a speed hump. In you Australia. call it a speed hump. What do you call it? I would call it a speed bump. I call it a mm. speed bump too, and I had never realized yeah, until I started looking at signs down here, basically since driving to JD's house to <laughs> do to the classic factory, because I have to go over like feels like twenty five uh, uh, speed bumps, but there are signs that call them speed humps. Yeah. Yeah, I humps definitely thought there were bumps. And I had to take, I just had been down here for eight years and didn't know there were humps. Right, and I was I was jogging by a sign that said speed humps. And amazingly, my, my phone was able to take a photo as I was bumping along. Uh, <laughs> and it took a very clear photo of the speed hump sign. So I was very proud of that. Cool story, bro. Uh, humps is one of those words to me that you should never see printed on a sign. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's too naughty. <laughs> Uh, would you rather say road boobies? <laughs> I mean, honestly, humps and boobies to me, never put either of them on a sign. That's not, not from like a government agency. They should not be putting those words on a sign. No way. It's not naughty to me anymore. When someone says hump day, I don't think. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's the S that does it. <laughs> I, I want to know hump, from the stream hump. team, do you call them speed humps or speed bumps? Because... Yeah, I for the longest time called them bumps, and now yeah, now they're only humps. Road lumps. Uh, Road lumps. I, 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 I see coming through from Birdo Eats. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that's good though. I like that. Bumps, humps, or lumps, or road boobies. That's our poll. Uh, go, bumps, go make lumps, your selection. Uh, does anybody else have any Seinfeld? Uh, you know, plots for for the modern day. The gang launches a podcast network. Uh, Elaine makes a true crime podcast. George and Jerry partner on a podcast about nothing, nice. and Kramer makes a podcast about podcasts. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Just like the coffee table book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Back to the poll. You, you have no, a, I know. That's a great one to end on. Okay, right okay good. Well, unless JD's got something gold yeah, over there. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Well, let let's let's let everybody you know brainstorm in the stream team and listening to the podcast, and maybe you can drop it in the YouTube comments below this video, and maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll go over some of our favorites. Modern day Seinfeld. That's a whole account, I thought, right? Uh, yeah, Isn't it, it used to be big. I don't I haven't I don't know if I still follow it or not, but you, oh. they used to tweet all the time. But uh, I don't know if they anyway, do anymore. That one caught your eye. No, maybe you blocked them. No, no, I wouldn't have blocked them. <laughs> well, I might have just unfollowed if they that's were. A, that's a, that would have been one. Like uh, uh, George Jerry getting, uh, accidentally, yeah, yeah. or Jerry blocked George. How do you find out if no, somebody George, unfollowed yeah. you? George's girlfriend blocked him on yeah, social yeah, media yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, Great stuff. Okay, pick them results. Last night, Grizzlies, Nets. The line we went with was uh, Brooklyn favored by seven and a half. This brought to you by BetMGM, of course. And uh, Grizzlies, as we talked about, dominated this game. Covered easily. Money line hit. So that's a win for me and Lee. There we go. Great start, buddy. Thanks. Lost for Tass <laughs> and Trey, but uh, it's very early. So what's tonight's yeah, game? Yeah, well, the Memphis Grizzlies uh, continue on a back-to-back. They're going to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. It's a two-and-a-half-point spread for the Cavs, who are very short-handed. And that's why three of us are taking the Memphis Grizzlies and Trey. Taking those Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> was he forced into a swerve on this one? This is a forced swerve. I would be definitely going Grizzlies, but as the last to respond, I had to go with the Cavs here. Like, who's he playing for the Cavs? Who's their, who's their point guys. guard tonight? Kevin, know. yeah, Kevin P. and Brandon G. 0 and 2 for me tomorrow. Oh, no, 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 come on. Back they're going to lose. They're gonna lose. The Cavs should not be favored in this game. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the strange part. They shouldn't be favored. If it was like. Plus two and a half, I'd feel okay for the Cavs. What time did the Grizzlies favorite. get into Cleveland last night? Mm. What was the weather situation getting out of they Brooklyn? They got the best point guard in the league. Yeah, man, maybe maybe, yeah. maybe we get a Rondo game. Maybe Rondo plays his first game as a Cleveland Cavalier and passes the ball a lot. We'll see. Okay, so <laughs> Trey has a... Yeah, Trey, it is a weird line. I'm with you it's on weird, that. Yeah. But the Cavs are favored by two and a half. Trey has taken that, so they got to win by three or more. And uh, everybody else has the Grizzlies. Okay. Fun show here in the Classic Factory. We can punch out now. Email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us across all social media channels. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at nodunksinc. Get yourself an athletic subs- athletic excuse me subscription. Go to theathletic.com. Slash nodunks. $3.99 a month right now for that. That's that's good. Terms apply? No. 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 I don't think. Well, I don't know what that no. really means. But <laughs> probably some sort of term. I guess terms sort of apply. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go to theathletic.com. Slash nodunks. You can get this podcast ad free uh, through the athletic app and you get some of the best uh, damn sports journalism in the world right i guess, I guess those are terms yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i would call them terms uh, we had some people asking uh if they get the deal abroad i, I assume so i assume so uh, <laughs> sorry, you never know sorry uh my, my camera was detected motion at the front door of my house so i gotta get going here <laughs> but uh until tomorrow guys clipper bros Oh, we're still doing. Well, I thought we didn't talk about it. Eighty-two percent of people say you got to keep those bros. Yeah, we had a poll up, JD. Yeah, people want it. All right, here it comes. All right, you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. It's so positive. It's a great way to end. He loves you. It's all turn up. People don't like change either. No. Uh, Eighteen percent of people, I guess, like change. (laughs) Not eighty-two percent. Brace the day, people.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.